to the Faith and Family Podcast, a Christian family community that aims to promote Christian values for every phase of your family's life. I'm Mariel Gutierrez. This week, I actually have my own daughter with us as we explore how to communicate effectively and why open communication is important, especially as she's growing up and developing into her own person. Oh, <gasps> My goodness. Hi, Matea. Hi, Mom. (laughs) So, Miss Matea is turning 16 this year. She's going to be a junior in high school. Wow. Mm -hmm. Can't believe it. (laughs) Um, And how else would you describe yourself, Matea? Like, what are you into these days? I'm very into immersing myself in media that I can find on the internet. Like, I really, like like to read and stuff like that. I'm always at the library of my school, which is really nice. I like to just like listen to music, play on a bass and guitar. Super, super chill. So, okay, how would you describe our relationship, Matea? We're super, super besties. <laughs> like, um, yeah, I don't think there's any other way to say it. Of course, we are a mother and daughter, but I think just like we're able to talk about a lot of things and um, I'm able to talk about the most things with you, of course, because like I've known you since I was like not born yet. And <laughs> even since then, it's like you knew I loved to dance to Donna Summer when you were pregnant with me. So very since true. then, we've had that like awesome connection. We know each other very well. That is very true. And we still listen to 70s music and dance around and sing around. Yes. Yeah, in the car, especially when we're driving. Um, So besties indeed. I think that's how I describe us also. But I mean, I think we have balance, Mm -hmm. like bestie slash parent balance. Mm -hmm. Not quite like, you know. Like besties only, no limits. Like we definitely have those moments where it's like we're going to be honest with each other. Mm -hmm. And then we're just going to you know talk about life and like help each other out and stuff yeah do you do you ever get like startled when i have to turn mom on like mom mode it depends on the situation if like i'm aware of the thing that like you know i have to be kind of reminded of yeah. i'm like yeah yeah you're right you're right yeah. and like of course i'm gonna listen to you because like if my mom's saying it then it's like she's right she knows like everything because you know mom senses but for sure it's like helped us like you know even though it startles me sometimes it does help us like become even more besties getting to know that stuff that's true and i mean like it's kind of proof that i would never lie to you right mm-hmm. okay well we're here to talk about effective parent and teenager communication is that you <gasps> Mm, based on parenting websites, you and your child are communicating effectively when? Okay, here's the list, Mateo, okay? Ooh. All right. <laughs> okay, so you and your child are communicating effectively when? Let's see if we hit these marks. You both feel able to talk freely about your feelings, um, and you feel heard and understood. Do we want to comment on that? What do you think? Yeah. You feel free like to talk about your feelings? Yes, besties. Oh, that's good. And you feel heard and understood? I feel very heard and understood. And I hope you feel heard and understood, even by like an almost 16-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, hmm. you know, like... I'm really happy where where we that we are at where we are. Like, you know, you're 16 and you could be, I don't know... I don't know. Like, you're so much better than I was at 16. (laughs) So I'm glad that you feel that way, that you feel like you can talk freely and express yourself um, and that you feel heard and understood. 
All right. Um, and then the second bullet says that you talk about all the little stuff. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And you feel comfortable talking about the tough stuff when you need to. For sure. Because, I mean, I have a diary and I have <laughs> everything in my diary. And sometimes, like, you know, I tell everything to my diary. But if I, like, write everything in my diary, I probably told more to you. Oh. Like, <laughs> sometimes I write in it and then it's like when we're talking, I just pull it out. I'm like, what am I forgetting to say to you about my day? Aww. And so, yeah, we talk about all the little stuff. We have lots of cute little inside jokes with that. And so, you know, that even makes it, like, comfortable to talk about tough stuff because, you know, sometimes times for me it's hard to talk about tough stuff but it's like you know since we already know each other with like how we react to different like little things and Mm -hmm. stuff like that it really helps to just kind of like ease that even if that's like throwing in little jokes with the tough stuff that's true i think it's because like we really 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 know each other Mm -hmm. right and i think that we or we have like a really good sense of when it's like jokey time and when it's like okay mom you need to listen or you know (laughs) yeah or vice versa but i do enjoy that like the little stuff in between like um for example, like I love the like the texts in the middle of the day, or like just like a meme, or like or like a random selfie. What have we also sent? Or sometimes we'll share like songs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I love like that integration. Sometimes even like in a parent perspective, it's tough to talk about the tough stuff mm-hmm. because like we're trying to also balance and make sure you know that while we're talking to you that we love you. Yeah. And it's not just like we're getting on you, and or like there's blame involved. Like mm-hmm. you're this or you're that or you're. Feeling at this or whatever it's really yeah not like that at all so just so you know the just, tough talks are also tough on us oh. i know <laughs> um okay so this last bullet it says here you have a close and easy way of sharing things and you both know you won't be judged because you love and care about each other yeah yeah that's us because like like we find like <clears throat> ways to relate to like situations just like a lot they could be like different intensities like I don't know um even when I'm little and I'm like oh you know I had an accident in my pants <laughs> and you'll be like that's okay I like I had that too and it's okay because you're not the only person who does that like when you're six years old yeah like we're able to be ourselves like with those inside jokes like you know they're inside jokes for a reason we wouldn't be like that to just like anyone like our coworkers or like our classmates or any of that that's true so yeah like yeah. we we know each other we get each other and yeah there's no judgment in our interactions it's very true i feel like judgment comes when there's like blame or like there's i don't know there's some obviously there's something negative about judgment right yeah and like i like the example that you actually shared like um when you make a mistake as a child you know Mm -hmm. and you're not afraid to be like oh no am i gonna get in trouble and i think that like as a parent like because the response at least for me and your dad it's like we try not to be reactionary Mm-hmm. So that means if something spills, the first thing is like we check on you guys. Are you okay? We can clean it up. It's okay, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of being like, "What were you thinking?" Like, roar, roar. <laughs> <laughs> no, no roaring in our house. Uh, yeah, we are loud for sure, but oh yes. no roaring. Okay, so, Matea, Matea, mother. what would you say was a meaningful discussion that we had that stood out to you you know it's kind of like you know you know when you're baking Mm -hmm. it's like 
the inside of a cake has to be baked first before the outside is baked. So you could be like a fully baked, like perfect cake. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, Mm -hmm. like a lot of our discussions are very much like that with like having our like internal selves like benefit, you know, the way we are externally. Mm -hmm. Like I know um, one good discussion one time. It was like I was having like a really rough time with myself, just like... um, like mental health and stuff like all of that Mm -hmm. and you know I was like I was much younger than now and so it was like I thought wow I've never dealt with anything like this before Mm -hmm. and how do I tell mom and all that because I thought it was something I could deal with I like I always tried to be independent Mm -hmm. but sometimes that's not the solution because it was really bothering me Mm -hmm. and so you know I finally come up to you and it was like it was really good because you let me know that like there was no judgment with that Mm -hmm. and that you know like like this is a safe place to share like you know all of those feelings and that like I'm not the only one who's dealing with that so like I wouldn't have to rely on myself Mm -hmm. to feel better which was like really really good I know you don't have all the answers sometimes and that's (laughs) okay but do you remember what that topic was though yeah I would like I would just like yeah it was like mental health stuff it was just like mostly like very intrusive thoughts Mm. about like not being just like in the simplest terms not being a good person like i'm hurting people and all that like hurting the people i love and stuff like that oh by like the way you act by like the way i act and all that because like you know i do have my moments sometimes and then like you know at one point it was just so it was just bothering me to the point where it's like I couldn't like do the things that I loved just because that bothered me so much you know some like it was sometimes make me cry because it was like it was that upsetting to me yeah and um yeah and I thought wow well you are in a like you know I just assumed because I'm like in a super loving household why am I feeling all of this kind of like doubt for the love that like I would give back Mm. and so that's why you know it was so meaningful to have that conversation about like how you know what I'm feeling is nothing wrong Mm -hmm. And that, like, you know, that, like, it's still a safe place. Like, even though we do have our moments, that doesn't get rid of, like, all the good that we, like, you know, surround ourselves, like, Mm -hmm. and, like, the people we love with, you know? Yeah. Aww. Yeah. Baby. I do appreciate, though, and I will say this, um, and it is, like, a parent flex, you know? (laughs) But, um, and it really has nothing to do with me, but I am really proud of how um, introspective you are. And some of the things that, like, you think about or you consider um, are so foundational and, like you said, like, very intrinsic. Like, when you... I really love the analogy you gave about, like, baking from the inside first. (laughs) Because there's a metaphor where they say, you know, when you're pregnant that you're, like, baking, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I guess it's like you're not really completely done baking even when you come out (laughs) of the oven. (laughs) Yeah. So that was a really good analogy. But you are very, like, insightful. And um, I love the way that you think about um, how you are and how, like, your actions affect people. So for me, I actually want to answer this question, too. You know, uh, a meaningful discussion that we had that stood out to me was I think and I think it's what helps our relationship and that's why I'm sharing it is that um, when I also realized I was making an intrinsic mistake like in the way that perhaps affected like you and your brother I also apologized and I remember like just saying it hey maybe it shouldn't have been that way and I'm really sorry you know and I acknowledged it and then I said oh okay, I'm sorry, that was mommy's mistake. And, um, you know, 
after that I meant it and it didn't um, happen again you know Mm -hmm. so I know that I've apologized a lot (laughs) over the years because again just human right we're all just it's a house full of humans and I mean just because we're parents it doesn't mean that we are perfect or that we have all the answers right away Mm -hmm. and I think that what I apologized for one of the first things I remember apologizing for was um calling you mommy number two do you remember that oh yeah yeah you know we had a like um we found a book in the library one time it was like my first big move Mm -hmm. to like a new school new house and all that and so you know we'd go to the library a lot and we even went to this was it this i think it might have been the school library where it was like mommy number one mommy number two Mm -hmm. and then it's like uh the older sister had to kind of take over as uh mommy number two for Mm -hmm. the brother you know just like so he could have like extra care Mm -hmm. and all that and like we kind of like connected it to us because when, whenever we saw like a mother and daughter in like books and all that we're like that's us because you know it's like the sweetest little stuff well and- I mean I think that for me it was almost like I didn't want you to feel that it was your responsibility and I think I realized that because I mean when you're the first um, child as you are as I am as your dad is actually also there's often a re- like a feeling of responsibility to take care of the um your siblings under you right mm-hmm. and I think that I had put that on you and I you know at some point sometimes I had forgotten that you were just a kid too you know even though you were called mommy number two or we we said it in a loving way right yeah yeah for you to like help out and like for you to assume responsibility but at the same time I think that we both you actually too because you became like very serious do you remember that yeah yeah, yeah. but like and I remembered I'm just like man she's just a kid and then I I remember apologizing to you and then reminding you you know what you're just a kid um, you shouldn't take things so seriously because I remember that talk Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But I thought that that was like a meaningful discussion that we had. It's like an opportunity for me to say, hey, to be, you know, the same thing, like introspective, reflective, yeah. um, and then tell you like, um, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And I like I really liked that conversation. That was really like I really appreciate that one. Um, yeah. yeah. And yeah, that helped me like even joke around more, like not only with like, like, you know, with my brother, but like also with you and dad, mm-hmm. like I start to like let loose. Like, you almost parented yourself too. I, I would almost parent myself too. Yeah. I yeah. would try to like be like, I was just so used to being like mature for my age that it right. made like, it came to the point where it's like, I couldn't even be friends with my brother. I couldn't really be friends with uh, other kids my age. But now it's like, you know, hearing this, it really did help. And it's like, I feel like I'm a funner person now. Yeah. We are happy. She is happy. We're all healthy. Happy (laughs) and healthy. Happy and healthy. (laughs) All right. So as your parents, Matea, you know we're always here to talk about anything on your mind, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So experts actually say that effective communication can help if you're feeling disconnected with your child. Hmm. You feel disconnected with your child. You and your child don't speak. You want to encourage your child to talk about what's going on I guess on their end right Mm -hmm. and you want to improve your relationship with your child so they're saying that effective communication can help all that Mm -hmm. that's true yeah but I also feel like there are some foundational aspects you know Mm -hmm. that have to happen before you can reach like um being that person that your child can connect to yeah right because it's like you can't just be like oh we're disconnected so we have to connect now by communicating yeah like you can't just like let's let's just talk it out right because like there's so much like building up to like what does disconnect right exactly and i feel like there's 
um, a lot of in between that needs to happen in terms of like creating a safe space Mm -hmm. for that discussion. You know, there are reasons why you and your child don't speak, right? There are reasons why you don't feel connected to your child. Um, And there are reasons why you feel you might need to encourage your kid to talk about what's going on with them. Yeah. And yeah, so... Yeah, I think that those are my thoughts. I think that like there has to be a pathway towards that and communication while it is or effective communication can help you connect definitely, but it can't just be like here's my style of talking, you're going to listen, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, and then that's that. And now we're connected. You know, <laughs> it's it's not automatic like that. Yeah. Like for us even, like I think it took years. There's like different phases of like our even our communication, right? Mm-hmm. Where there I remember um there was a middle school phase. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Where it was like, you know, you were a little more on the serious side. And mm-hmm. um so I think sometimes there were like quieter moments and that mm-hmm. was okay. And but those were the times where it was like I felt as a parent that parent that I had to be give you your space but also let you know that I'm here Mm -hmm. you know Um, those were the times where I would have to just like ask you like how's your day but also not respond like not respond with reactions just so you felt safe you know yeah so it took us a while to build up like this rapport and this safe space for us to be able to be so comfortable you know Mm -hmm. so I think that those are my thoughts I think that yes while effective communication does help bridge all of these things like disconnect you know not speaking with each other etc I think that there's a method to it that involves a lot of like mutual respect right Mm -hmm. it can't be like um like demanding like no we're gonna talk now or judgment based where it's like I'm the parent so I know what's right and you're gonna listen Mm -hmm. because that's not really conversation yeah yeah Yeah. like you can't really go into there like with complete expectations Mm. because you know you like even with disconnecting with someone it's like you wouldn't have expected that like you you would have thought you did all the right things but you know like you ended up with this disconnection and so you know like I think like you know if I were to say like to a friend or Mm -hmm. someone who would like have a parent and that they're like having trouble talking to it's like you know I wouldn't exactly push them because of course it's their own personal reasons Mm -hmm. that they're having trouble talking to their parents or they choose not to which you know we've got to respect that and all that but if they really really crave to like reconnect with their parents then definitely just like it's definitely like like you said it's like really little things in between to get like to different like stages Mm -hmm. and different levels of like even like more stronger bonds you know Mm -hmm. it can't just be like hey I asked how your day was like why can't we be best friends now because you know like there are lots of steps to get to a disconnect so you're probably going to have to take those that same amount of steps maybe like even more to like you know come back to where you were in the first place so Mm -hmm. you know like you said it can't just be an immediate abrupt change like snap of the fingers it can't just be like that because all you know all good things take time you know that saying like all good things take time Mm. and you know even like if it does take a long time and it does like it's really hard to reconnect Mm -hmm. at the end like you might even see like something good happening and you know it'll be much more fulfilling like that than like a spontaneous burst of reconnecting than like after that completely dropping it 
You're right. Yeah. But yeah, you know, I think that's what should happen. But like, um, what about a parent like mom who like who's like having a hard time approaching mm -hmm. their teenager? Like, what would you say to a parent? How would they do? Like, what do you know? Like what to say to start like a conversation? With, like, their child? You know, like I mentioned, like, there are a lot of steps, right? Like, we mm -hmm. both, I think we both agree. There are a lot of steps to get there. But creating a safe place is um, number one. And I think that that includes the environment, right? So it's not mm -hmm. just about, like, what you say. It's really about, like, you know, the environment. Like, is it... Um, are you always busy? Are you always looking down at your laptop and you're just kind of shooting them like, hey, how's your day? You know, that doesn't make them feel like they're seen, right? Mm -hmm. Or at least I think in our in our home. <laughs> I know me and dad are on the laptop a lot. So are you and Bob, you know? <laughs> but I mean, when it's time to talk, like, um, you really have all of our attention. You know, when it's time to talk, talk, you know, we look at your face you know, we listen to everything you say without interruption, you know, mm -hmm. um, we don't listen to respond. So mm -hmm. that's another thing, too. And sometimes it's like just because you're talking and you're both like in a dialogue, it, um, it doesn't mean it's your turn. And by that, I mean, it's like sometimes uh, with you, too, like sometimes you'll share something and you're super excited. I, sometimes I don't need to ask follow up questions. Sometimes I just need to like share your energy, yeah, you know, just be like, wow. Yeah, exactly. If you're like, yay, then I'm like, yay. <laughs> you know, we don't have to force anything. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it really just starts with the environment of like safety um, and and listening. So in order for you to be a good communicator and to start a conversation with your child, I think that first you need to, again, number one, create a safe atmosphere mm -hmm. um, to speak, you know, and then two, be a good listener. Mm -hmm. And that means like listening without judgment, listening without the expectation of like, oh, I better respond or I better know how to respond like a parent or, <laughs> you know, I better uh, admonish them. You don't need to admonish all the time. Right. Mm -hmm. Sometimes your kid's just excited about something and you have to just like share the energy. Yeah. Um, yeah. How do I know what to say, though, to start again? It's baby steps. It's baby it gets steps. there. I think that every parent, once they um, get through those steps of like, okay, we've created the safe environment to speak, um, <clears throat> and we are, you know, listening without judgment. I think that it'll come naturally. Mm -hmm. You know, um, like for us, we sometimes communicate through music. Yeah. Right. Sometimes, yeah, we'll communicate through like memes or <laughs> or we'll share like TikToks, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, and that but that's our communication style, right? Mm -hmm. And so for others it could be like um I don't know, it could be through food. It could be through like shared interests, you know? Yeah. So it's not necessarily what you say, but it's how you um are. So if you really want to connect, I think you just have to be open and to, to be um, ready to respect um, your child as a human, mm -hmm. right? That has something to say that is meaningful to them. So true. So true. <laughs> All right. So, Meisha. Mommy. Which is your nickname sometimes, along with many other nicknames. <laughs> um, how do you feel about us praying together? Yeah, like, just definitely, like, have, like... A really good like just like n no judgment relationship with God mm -hmm. and so it's like it's kind of it kind of feels like that us praying together like like even when we were little when you would help me pray it would help it would also help me pray mm. to God you know mm -hmm. so yeah 
Nothing is like neat. And I love that you've carried that over that you um, still continue to pray. I mean, I know that you're going to be driving soon. Oh, yeah. On your own. So you're going to need extra, 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 extra. Uh, in the car by yourself this time. No, yeah. No training wheels for this. No, no training wheels. Just God. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I know. But, you know, um, ever since I knew that I was pregnant um, with you, I started a journal. And I started praying, obviously, for you, which is, uh, you know, something that a lot of Christian moms will do for their babies. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And common things that they'll pray for are things like, oh, I pray that my baby is healthy. Of course. Right. Mm -hmm. They pray for things like a healthy delivery Mm -hmm. and, you know, whatever, 10 toes, 10 fingers (laughs) or, you know, that everything goes well. Um, They pray to accept God's will. That's another thing, because like um, pregnancy is a very delicate time and, um, you know, I love you, but you belong to God. Yes. Right. And so that's another thing that um, is a common prayer amongst Christian mothers. Um, But for you specifically, I remember when you were still like, yeah, like when I was still pregnant with you, I was already thinking um, deep into your future. (laughs) (laughs) But this is the specific thing that I was like um, thinking about before because it mattered a lot to me, you know, Mm -hmm. and I had thought that, you know, I pray that God gives you a really good spouse (laughs) because like I like, you know, at least for me and like like my support system at the time, of course, was your dad or still is, you know, uh, your dad. And um, it made such a big impact in my life to have someone that was gifted to me from God Mm -hmm. um, that I had prayed for. And so I was thinking, I'm like, that's probably going to be something huge in your life. Mm-hmm. You know, that was like one of the more specific prayers I had for you. But otherwise, like um, on the more general, my prayer is really about like your safety, mm-hmm. you know, because um, I can't have my eye on you all the time, you know, and we don't want to be like, I mean, the world's kind of crazy, yeah. obviously. Right. We don't want to be like, um, I don't know. We don't want to fear monger you where it's just like, no, you can't go out because this might happen or that might happen. Mm-hmm. And the truth is like anything can happen. Yeah. Right. And that really circles back to um, the prayer when you're pregnant, like the Christian mom prayer, <laughs> which is like to accept God's will, but yeah. also like to surrender you to God. And that means like, um, you know, God, like um, keep my child safe. I trust you, whatever your will is, you know. Yeah. But um, also, yeah, just your safekeeping is like one of my tops. And of course, your faith, you know, um, and that's something we talk about all the time. Yeah. And I think that that's um, an ongoing thing anyhow, like how to support you at different times, like uh, in regards to your faith. But that's something I pray about, too. Oh, one of the biggest prayers, actually. Oh, my goodness. Like, I pray for so many things for you. (laughs) But like one of the biggest prayers, I remember when um, I had the baby blues back when you guys were really little yeah and I remember thinking like that I wasn't a great mom or I wasn't like good enough or you guys deserved better Mm. you know and it really made me like really sad but also I was like well you know what maybe like God can help me be the mom that you guys deserve Mm. so that was a huge prayer I think when you and your um brother were little oh yeah (laughs) we love you oh (laughs) I love you too (laughs) all right do you pray for anything in specific? Do you pray for me? You are quite the busy worker bee. And <laughs> like, I know like, um, you know, you have work, you have like 
you know, you love writing and, you know, that's really awesome. Although sometimes it like it can carry on to really late in the night slash early in the morning. My prayer for you is that like, you know, I always pray that like, you know, of course, like your career, it's stable mm -hmm. and that like, you know, you're just like having like, you know, constantly good work, you know, because, mm -hmm. you know, that's really important for work. And that, but like, you know, other than that, than having like a successful career, um, a balanced career, like one to be happy with, especially like, I hope that like, you know, you also balance career with like, you know, your own personal happiness, like Aww. life outside of work, because I know like. I know you, you, you like, you work a lot, but like, definitely, I pray that like, you know, you can balance that out so you could still be like, you know, well-rounded human yeah. being, you know? Yeah. Oh, that's very sweet. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I pray for that too. <laughs> Maybe one day I will learn. <laughs> All right. Well, Matea. Matea. Thank you so much for joining this discussion. Um, it's our hope that like other parents and even teenagers can relate and share their experiences. Um, so I'm Muriel Gutierrez and Matea. And Matea Gutierrez. <laughs> uh, and thank you for listening to the Faith and Family podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe and follow INC Media News on Instagram for the latest on incmedia.org. Bye. Toodaloo.